0: Once a month, around the time we start feeling a little bloated and cramped, we like to visit our favorite website, Everyday Feminism, to remind ourselves that for some people, it's that time of the month every single day. But don't get me wrong. The writers at Everyday Feminism are not shrill and insufferable viragos who try to make women miserable with toxic philosophy. They're viragos who try to make everyone miserable with toxic philosophy. For instance, this month on the site, there's a post that points out all the ways that well-meaning white teachers bring racism into our schools. So if you're a white teacher who risks her life going into a crime-ridden minority neighborhood in the desperate hope you might give some child a chance at a better life, you'll definitely want to read this article to find out how everyday feminism thinks you're doing it wrong. Or else you might just want to grab your crotch with one hand and stick out your middle finger with the other and make grunting noises while thrusting out your hips. You choose. But just in case you are interested, here's how Everyday Feminism thinks you white teachers might be injecting racism into our schools. 1. You lower or raise achievement expectations based on race or ethnicity. If you assume that, say, Asian students are going to be good at math, while black students are going to be good at shaking down Asian students at gunpoint, you may be missing out on an opportunity to allow your Asian students to excel in other areas, like doing laundry and cooking dumplings. Instead, you should try accepting each individual student as he comes at you. Though, if it's a black student coming at you, you might want to protect yourself by holding an Asian student in front of you. Two, you use racially coded language. Try not... Try not to say things to your students like, hey T-bone, you so ghetto, or gee, Ling Ma, you certainly have a tiger mom. Instead, say race-neutral things like, hey T-bone, put, put down that gun. Put down that gun. And listen, Ling Ma, if your mother calls me at home again, I'm going to send T-bone to hunt her down. Three. You mispronounce your students' names. According to the article, this is a subtle and powerful way that white teachers inject racism into our schools. Let's say you have a student named Letitia Harambaba Kanogi... Alan Bay. If you refer to that student as Tish, or Hey You, or Please Stop Stealing the Money Out of the Petty Cash Box in my desk, you may give the impression that you're so busy trying to save the child from spinning into generational poverty that you haven't got time to kowtow to her parents' fashionable and self-destructive child naming whims. Instead, you might try sitting at home all morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. Knocking back whiskeys and muttering, "Screw 'em. let the little buggers teach themselves. So I think we can all agree that once again, everyday feminism is making the world a better place for angry, disaffected, neurotic social justice warriors who are in turn making the world a worse place for the rest of us. Trigger warning, I'm Andrew Klavan, and this is The Andrew Claven Show. I'm the hunky-dunky. Life is tickety-boo. Birds are winging, also singing, hunky-daggity-doo. Ship-shaped dipsy-topsy, the world is a biddy zing. It's a wonderful day. Hoorah hooray! It makes me want to sing! Oh, hurra, hooray, hooray! Oh, hooray, hurrah! I begged them to let me pre-record that, <laughs> that opening, but they wouldn't do it. Uh, meanwhile, things are some really good stuff has been happening. Uh, overnight, the Senate actually passed the budget re- resolution, which will help them gut uh, Obamacare, which is hilarious that Obamacare is going to be tossed out while Obama is still in office. And if you think Obama wasn't ticked off about it, here's what he said at a press conference. Oh, I, get, I get it. He's a lame duck. <laughs> now I understand. All right. So things are things are getting uh, fun and uh, exciting, but that also means that they are getting a little uncertain. And with the uncertainty, you, you might start to think about the security of your savings. You know, This is going to be, I think, a good time for the economy, but that also means that there's going to be inflation. There could be inflation after all the the government has been printing all that money. And you want to make sure that the money you've saved and the money you've earned doesn't lose its value. And that's why we are advertising Birch Gold, because this is the perfect opportunity to secure your hard-earned savings by moving some into precious metals. Birch Gold sells physical precious metal for your possession and will ship metals right to your front door. And right now, thanks to a little-known IRS tax law, you can even move your IRA or eligible 401K into an IRA backed by physical gold and silver. It's perfect for those who want to ensure that their hard-earned retirement savings are protected from the ravages of inflation and any more stock market crashes. Birch Gold Group has a long-standing track record of continued success with thousands of satisfied clients countless five-star reviews, and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Not bad. Contact Birch Gold Group now to request a free information kit on physical precious metals. The comprehensive 16-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can legally move your IRA or 401k out of risky stocks and bonds and into a precious metals IRA. To get your no-cost, no-obligation kit, go to www.birchgold.com slash Andrew. That is slash Andrew. Boy, oh boy, did things explode yesterday. I have to say, this, you know, this show is a little different than other shows because everybody else, uh, most shows, you come on and hear somebody, you know, giving you a definite opinion. I'm an artist. I've lived most of my life as a novelist. And what I'm always doing is just observing things and trying to figure out what it is I'm looking at. And when you do that, you understand that some of your personal prejudices get in the way. So this week began, remember, with Meryl Streep making that stupid speech. And Trump snapped back at her and said, oh, she's an overrated actress on Twitter. You know, he said she's an overrated actress. And and I was thinking, like, why why is he even giving her the time of day? You know, all Hollywood actresses want is for people to pay attention to them. Why does Trump snap back at them? And now he has done it with the press, with the the, the news media. Uh, obviously, yesterday CNN published this story saying there was an addendum when uh, the intelligence. Agencies were briefing Obama and Trump. There was an addendum saying that the Russians might have some stuff on Trump, including stuff about what he was doing with Russian prostitutes. All of it unconfirmed, all of it, the press already had it and weren't running it because they couldn't get any confirmation on it. And finally, uh, and then BuzzFeed put the documents, the two documents, out there. So yesterday, Trump went off, at his press conference, Trump went off on these guys, and Jim Acosta from CNN tried to ask him a question, and here is the exchange that now has the news media going up in smoke.
1: Information that was false and fake and never happened got released to the public. As far as BuzzFeed, which is a failing pile of garbage, writing it, I think they're going to suffer the consequences. They already are. And as far as CNN going out of their way to build it up. And by the way, we just found out I was coming down, Michael Cohn. I was being, Michael Cohn is a very talented lawyer, he's a good lawyer in my firm. It was just reported that it wasn't this Michael Cohn they were talking about. So all night long, it's Michael Cohn. I said, I want to see your passport. He brings his passport to my office. I say, hey, wait a minute, he didn't leave the country. He wasn't out of the country. They had Michael Cohn of the Trump Organization was in Prague. It turned out to be a different Michael Cohn. It's a disgrace what took place. It's a disgrace. And I think they ought to apologize to start with. Michael Cohn Sir, since you're attacking us, can you give us a question? Go since ahead. you're No, Mr. President go, elect. Go Mr. ahead. Mr. President go elect, ahead. since you are attacking no, our news organization, No, not you. Not you. Can you give us a chance? Your organization. You're, you are terrible. attacking our news organization. Your organization. Can you give us terrible. a chance Let's to go. ask a question, sir. Go ahead. Sir, can quiet, you stay can, quiet? Mr. President elect, go ahead. She's, you She's asking a question. No, Mr. Don't don't Mr. Be President rude. elect, can you give us a question? Don't be, you're be rude. You're attacking us. Thank can you give us a question? Don't be rude. I'm not going to give you a question. I'm not going to give you a question. You are fake news.
0: So he smushes Acosta and CNN just crushes them, right? And, of course, now the press is fluttering around because—because— Even, as I said yesterday, even the New York Times, which is only a former newspaper, wouldn't run with this story because they knew it was nothing. You know, it was, they they didn't have any confirmation. Now, there, you can be suspicious about Trump. He's been awfully nice to Putin. He says awfully nice things to Putin. It's it's perfectly fine to say he's being too soft on Russia. It's perfectly fine to say he's being sucked in by Putin or whatever you want to say. But until you got the goods, you don't go after the president-elect by sending this stuff out. Now, of course, there was a difference between what CNN did, which was report a true story that this was in the briefing and what BuzzFeed did, which which put out this garbage. So now the press itself has started to fight with each other because Sean Spicer, bef- before that exchange, Sean Spicer got up and linked the two of them together, just condemned them both as as It's Trump frankly
1: did. outrageous and highly irresponsible for a left-wing blog that was openly hostile to the president-elect's campaign to drop highly salacious and flat-out false information on the internet just days before he takes the oath of office according to buzzfeed's own editor there are some serious reasons to doubt the allegations in the report the executive editor of the new york times also dismissed the report by saying it was quote totally unsubstantiated echoing the concerns that many other reporters expressed on the internet the fact that buzzfeed and cnn made the decision to run with this unsubstantiated claim Is a sad and pathetic attempt to get clicks.
0: Okay, so now CNN is invested in separating itself from BuzzFeed because what BuzzFeed did was not journalism. You don't put up this document that has uh, salacious attacks on somebody that you have no backing for, no confirmation of. Now, just remember this before we go into this deeper, remember that. During the primaries, each and every Republican candidate destroyed himself in his reaction to Trump. Trump didn't destroy them.